What if you were the living embodiment of all pervasive peace? What if all sentient beings all around you increase their vibration towards harmony by merely being in your contact? What if through conscious reasoning, focused will, and intentional living, you reform yourself? thereby becoming a catalyst in sparking transformation in others. I'm Shilpa Lewis, meditation, mindset, and mindfulness coach for midlife mompreneurs, and you are listening to Omnipresent Awareness, the podcast that will inspire you to use your story to serve humanity, in not just healing, but thriving as souls, each fulfilling their highest purpose. Welcome to Omnipresent Awareness with Shilpa. This is your host, Shilpa Lewis, owner and founder of Omni Mindfulness Coaching. Before we get started, if you haven't already booked a free discovery session with me, click on the link in the description. I am a holistic transformational life coach specializing in helping midlife mompreneurs bring balance, clarity, and life alignment both personally and professionally so that you may live your best life. There is tremendous healing value in simply being able to know someone is holding authentic space for you to listen and be accessible as an accountability partner and mentor. If you feel overwhelmed or if you feel the need for some support navigating life as a mother or as an entrepreneur, I would love to provide you with my coaching. If any anecdotes from the stories of the guests from this episode or any of the podcast episodes resonate with you, or if you find any value at all from the content from these episodes, then consider booking a free discovery call with me. Together, we can manifest my vision to be instrumental in the biggest rise in consciousness and awareness and human transformation. And now, here is today's episode. And now, a conversation recorded with my partner in awareness, Tanya, from our joint podcast, Mindful Mompreneur Moments. And oh yeah, if you could, please listen to the very end of the podcast for powerful insights from our guest. Thank you. Next up, a conversation with Jillian Benbao. Jillian early on recognized the nagging feeling in her heart when she realized she wanted to serve humanity in a bigger way by using skills to build and support communities. She became a mom at a young age, which influenced many of her life choices, particularly around work-life balance. Through deep soul-searching, she became aware of what gave her life purpose. Personally and professionally, she intentionally paused to learn stories of others, and she realized those stories connect us. She also mindfully learned to pause and notice precious moments that connected her to nature. It's no surprise that her professional life is about helping community of like-minded people make meaningful connections. 
With over a decade of experience as a digital community expert, she helps business owners craft a community experience that is safe, fun, and valuable. She is currently the Senior Community Experience Manager at SPI Media and the host of the podcast Community Experience. Jillian's mantra is dare to live the life you have dreamed for yourself. And now, here's Jillian. Welcome, Jillian. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you so much for your time. Of course, this is going to be fun. Well, we'll dive right in. First off, Happy New Year. And Happy New Year. We're excited to launch this with you. Um, So our first question is, tell us a little bit about your journey and what intentional living, and particularly living a life of one's dream, means to you. Oh, it's such a good question to you. Um, you know, I think I find my journey kind of boring. I think everyone does. Um, but I think, uh, I've had the fortune to grow up kind of a, a world, a, a citizen of the world. Um, my dad worked in oil, so it was kind of like the army <laughs> you move a lot. Um, and he worked internationally. So we lived all over the place. So even as a young child, like my first memories are when I was three years old, living in Trinidad and Tobago in, in the Caribbean, you know? So, um, I think just those experiences have really helped shape kind of who I am and how I see the world. Um, and so part of, of who I am and like part of my core soul for lack of a better, um, term. I don't know how woo woo you guys get. I, I can get a little woo. So <laughs> get, I get think I'm with my people. Yeah. It's, it's excellent scientific and woo woo here. So it's all good. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah. So I think like just my outlook, like I've, I've just always, um, I feel like I've always been a little bit like a step outside of what society, like I'm kind of more of an observer watching how things happen and kind of questioning them because I've experienced the world, um, in different ways than, and and not everybody, I think a lot of people are like this, but just through living in different countries and being exposed to different cultures and how they live and whatnot, being an American culture and, you know, kind of Western culture. Now it, um, it's easy for me to kind of take a step back and be like, what? (laughs) Um, And so I've always just been very curious and challenging the norm. And I think that's really dictated um, how I live my life. Um, In particular, something, something a few years ago that changed my life completely was just thinking about, uh, I was really burned out on you know, especially in the entrepreneurial life and especially as a mom trying to do that and just seeing all these, you know, bros with the hustle, like, oh, well, you just work till 3 a.m. and do it. I'm like, cool. I have a baby. (laughs) I need some sleep. Um, You know, I was just super burned out and, um, and feeling bad about myself. Like I felt like you see all these people doing it and doing it well or seemingly anyways. Right. And I didn't feel like I was there and I felt like a failure you know, like, oh, I can't do it. I'm not like these people. And, and I, I like, I don't know. I was like probably in my mid thirties, maybe early thirties. I don't know. So a while ago, um, (laughs) I, I just started kind of questioning 
what success meant to me and like what my life purpose was. I got really hung up on why am I here? What is my life purpose? It, it can't be what I think it is because I'm unhappy. And I finally realized that focusing on what I guess I would call material achievements. So a big launch, um, financial success, those things like, well, they're cool, but it wasn't what really mattered. And to me, I figured out that what really mattered to me was leaving it better than you found it. It's kind of, if for anybody that goes camping, you know, like the rule is how, wherever you go camping, when you, when you leave, you want to leave it better than you found it. So if there was trash there, that wasn't yours, you pick it up because that's the, the outdoor like creed. Right. Um, and so I really decided to shift my focus on kindness and I was like, you know what my life goal be kind. That's it. That's what I'm sticking with. It's simple. It's doable. And I, and I kind of kicked it off by having a lot of fun with it. I I put a Sharpie and some, um, post-its in my, in my bag. And when I was in public places, like, especially like a public bathroom, I'd put like a positive affirmation on a post-it, like in a stall or on the mirror. And it felt so like, Ooh, you know, like I was doing something like bad or illegal. Like you'd get such a rush from it. Cause you're like, don't get caught, you know, <laughs> but when really it was just, it just would say like, smile, you're beautiful or, you know, something like that. I just wanted to do a small little thing that would make someone's day. And then in doing that, I think I just started like my, just my whole mindset shifted in such a beautiful way. And now when I see little things like that, you know, like if you see a little rock that a kid has painted and put out somewhere, I just giggle with delight. Cause I'm like, Oh, my people, you know, it's just these, these little small actions. Um, yeah, that was a very long answer. <laughs> It was a, an amazing answer, you know, and you started off saying it's boring, but anybody <laughs> who's listening to this would be like, wow, I want to do that now. I want to go into stalls and put, you know, do stuff. it, do and it. Just, just the fact that you grew up, first of all, in Trinidad, like you were in Trinidad, that makes you so like, I feel like she would be a good fit for the multicultural um, part of, of this podcast that we're going to, that's coming up, I think in March. <laughs> Because I don't know, you're just so interesting. So thank you for that answer. Absolutely, well, thanks. Fascinating. And this, this is think, why this is why we do this because these stories don't come out. It, like normally, I'm an introvert. I wouldn't be telling others things like this. Totally. Oh yeah, yeah I I agree. Well, and I, what's fun about the, you know, like the the post-its and stuff is really I don't even know how many people I've even told that I do that. You know what I mean? Like you might've heard it first here. <laughs> like, yeah. But I, I'm really glad that you even mentioned that because, you know, it's not like you're putting a permanent marker on, you know, or making graffiti or stuff. You, you actually intentionally have post-its in your bag to make somebody smile. Like yeah. if that's not living with intention, uh, you know, I don't know what is. So that's a great, it's a great idea that you sparked into our listeners into, into me as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think something that, uh, that goes alongside the shift, that mind shift of like, what's important to me, um, is that it's not, I don't have a blog post about it. I'm not doing a TikTok, doing it. Like I do it for myself first. Um, and, and I, I didn't turn it into like, I'll do this and get followers, you know, because right. that's so, that's so heavily driven in entrepreneurship and like digital business and, and it's fine, but I, I really wanted this to not be that it's so easy to be like, Oh, and then I'll make a business out of it. And it's like, no, this is just a hundred percent like soul, soul work. <laughs> like, I just want, I just want to feel like 
I left it better than I found it. And you actually keep people like you may have shifted someone's day. They might have been like uh, one of my best friends. She goes running in the beginning of COVID. She would still force herself to go running. And one day she found pebbles. People kept uh, leaving um, notes on the pebbles saying, keep going. It's it's good. Yeah, I love that. That's really nice. And, you know, if I like that you you mentioned that's the humility in you that, you know, just does it for yourself and it makes you feel good. But I'm going to be tagging you <laughs> and, and putting that out there because I find it's such a fantastic idea. So, yeah, you're going to get credit for that one. <laughs> oh, and that's fine. Like, I, you know, the more people that think about if they, you know, think about life that way, or if anybody listening is kind of in that same struggle that I was in where it's like, I just don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> Why am I here? And, and then something that simple can, can really be a huge part of the solution. Like, yes, happy to share it. I think my point is just, I didn't, I didn't ruin it by turning it into, um, something sure. that had like pressure and, you know, whatnot. It's just, it's just for funsies. And I haven't done it in a while. Thanks COVID. So yeah. maybe I'll, maybe I'll, <laughs> get going. Maybe I'll just write something on my mask. Yeah. I'm smiling oh, under idea. here. Yeah. <laughs> I and actually did is- try that and it yeah. smelled really bad. So I, oh, <laughs> <laughs> to create your own mask then. Yeah. yeah. Um, that leads us to uh, our next question quite nicely, actually. Um, that's one of the ways you integrate mindfulness, but could you get us um, maybe some other ideas as to how you integrate mindfulness um, throughout work and everyday life? And Maybe also, how would you say you live with intention? I mean, that's already a great um, example right there, but maybe you have another. Yeah, well, I do a few things. So I easily get stressed out, you know, as we all do and distracted. And I've got three sets of lists off camera here of things, you know. Um, So that is one way I help manage myself from spiraling (laughs) into more stress than is than I should is just, just brain dumping things. So for me, it's what are all the things I need to do? And like, what, what do I need to do today? And then just what are the things I need to do that I'm going to forget? Because if I try to keep it all in my head, then I'm going to, you know, I just can't do that. Um, and so I put it on paper, like old school, old fashioned paper notebook. It's not an app. Um, and I do that for everything. So, oh, I need to reschedule my daughter's orthodontist appointment, whatever. And so just having that list really helps me um, let go of it until I need to come back to it. But then I can look and see and like, oh yeah, I need to do that today. Uh, that I think helps me, especially professionally a lot to just keep things, keep things front of mind without being front of mind, if that makes sense. Like just having this tome where it's written. Um and then I think the other thing is more, um, it's more about human interaction, but I'm trying really hard. And I think we can all agree, like it's such a stressful, dark, divisive time in humanity. Um, it's seemingly just like, um, there's a, there's a movie on Netflix called death to 2021. And I think they did death to 2022. It's like a, it's a parody. Um, but they go through all the big things that happened in the year. And I was watching it over, um, you know, Christmas, New Year's break. And it just occurred to me how much happened last year, like the resilience we required to just get through just even just hearing about things, you know? Um, and then this year started off where I live with horrible wildfires that, um, 
burned down over a thousand homes and just, just things that shouldn't be happening in January in a, in a cold state. And, you know, and it's just, there's all these things happening and we're politically, socially values divided as people very long-winded again, to just say, I, I am more and more so focusing on the idea that we are all the same. So this is where we're going to get woo-woo, but that idea that like, we are all a piece of the same thing. Um, and so the, you know, the person whose ideologies and view of the world is complete opposite of mine in many ways is me, even though like we have a different view or lens of the world. And so I'm trying to, um, in a time where empathy fatigue is quite real, um, I'm trying to just kind of fall back on that and to be like, that could have been you with different life experiences. And so just giving people a little bit of grace and not to say allowing people who are doing things that are harmful to other people, um, you know, people that are committing hate crimes and things like that, like it's unacceptable. Uh, but just, just kind of having that view of humanity, like we kind of all are one and we can't, we have to find common ground to move forward. Um, I'm a firm believer that you can talk to any other human and find something in common. And it might be your favorite color is blue. That might be it, you know, but that's something, right? What, which, what shade of blue? Why, you know, things like that. Um, so I, I'm trying to be, just be very intentional with keeping that like bigger picture, especially when you see something or hear about a situation that happened and you're like, how can people be so awful? You know, um, it's really helping me keep my sanity. <laughs> um, and, and then I think it helps, it helps me preserve that intention of be kind, right? If someone, if someone, um, cuts me off or, and, you know, is just driving erratically and does something instead of me getting super mad and like retaliating, which I wouldn't do anyways, but you see it, right? Like road rage is a thing where I live. Um, and, and I live in a tourist town. So like the locals versus tourists, like the impatience is real. And I have just, I just really think about it. I'm like, oh, I remember this time we were on vacation in Scotland and you drive like, you know, the, you drive on the wrong side of the road kind of thing, like from our perspective. And I remember 18 wheelers just like blowing past us because we were going too slow. And I put my, and I'm like that person, that tourist that's driving me crazy because they can't drive in snow, <laughs> you know, they're having that same white knuckle experience that we had in Scotland. So give them, give them some space, you know, anyways, I just, yeah, I think just like this very, just kind of really trying to just see things from other people's perspectives and, and just give like, I guess at the end of the day, it's like, give people the assumption, like assume positive intent, you know? Yeah. I hope you like rambling guests. <laughs> it, it, it was perfect. It was perfect. And I feel like once, when we, when Shilpa and I hear these answers, we're like, yes, we found our tribe every time. Every time we have a guest and, and they give an answer, we feel like, wow, we're not the only ones who think like this. Right. Yeah. I love that feeling. <laughs> you were saying like, just being able to see things like, oh, at least we have the co common color blue and something that we both can value. Um, one of my favorite phrases, the light in me sees the light in you. And sometimes it's hard because um, the, the word hate comes with that heavy, heavy negative energy. Mm -hmm. I, I would rather think of it as, well, maybe there's a different shade of light in you. <laughs> if we don't quite agree. 
I literally, my basic light. <laughs> yeah. I literally tell my, like, it's not even a word that's allowed in the house that hate. <laughs> like my yeah. son, like, I hate that show. I'm like, no, we're not using that. Do word. you? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> my mom used to do that too. And so I'd be like, I strongly dislike yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They start getting creative. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I also like what, how you were describing making lists. I am the queen of lists. I'm like my entire office, you don't see it, is a wall of post-it notes of different types. I have a Kanban wall and future vision wall. Yes. And I've got this other notepad and every day I'm scribbling. I don't know what I'm, my son's probably looking at me going, mom's got like 300 post-it notes in her office. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the same way. Post-it notes everywhere. And I have my journal. I'll bring it to the kitchen with me because I know if I'm listening to a podcast, I'm gonna have to jot something down. You know, so it's yeah, it's, it's it's a great way to dump things out of your head and onto paper. And then the neural pathways are are activated a bit better when it's actual old school writing as opposed to to typing. So yeah. Oh, I just well, love it. This is a good segue for the next question, which is really about um beyond just our daily life activities and making lists and mind dumping things, um, share with us, um, maybe as a professional, as an entrepreneur, how SPI, how can SPI and passive income help a mompreneur balance the work and life, given that sometimes most of our, I would say mental head space is about what's next, what do I do? But perhaps with passive income, there's less of a actively having to do something maybe yeah yeah and try and explain to us what spi is as well for those who don't know yeah yeah of course i'd be happy to so yeah for context i work for a company called spi media and that spi is an acronym for smart passive income um you've possibly heard of us if you know who pat flynn is if you're a mompreneur, you probably know who he is. He's been around for a while. Um, his kind of claim to fame was um, he got laid off, it was over a decade ago now, as a um, architect. And um, after he got laid off, he didn't really know what to do. And there's this, there's an exam, I think called the Leeds, something about Leeds. It's like a architect certification. It's a very hard test, but it's kind of like a needed thing. So he created a study guide um, for it, for architects to go through and help them pass the test. And it went really well. And from that, he basically grew an entire, our entire company, um, which now, um, we, we continue to do education, but now it's geared more just to digital entrepreneurs looking to increase their revenue, increase their audience. Um, so we have courses and last year, no, gosh, time's flying 2020 the company launched a community, a paid community, which is called SPI Pro. And that's where I came into the fold. I've been in community management for over a decade. That's what I do. I saw that they were hiring. I was looking at all, you know, kismet, it all, it all worked out. It was uh, meant to be. And so um, we help in the community. It's a paid membership. Shilp is a member, so she, she could speak to it too. Um, and it's a place for digital entrepreneurs to come together in a very safe place and talk shop, but also like be a support. Cause I think we all know that entrepreneurship can be really lonely. And like you said, there's always this like, okay, I achieved this now what's next. And you're always 
the, the target is always moving. Like there's never like, and did it done guys, you know, <laughs> let's, let's celebrate. It's over now. Uh, and so we help entrepreneurs, um, either increase the revenue streams, you know, do better lead magnets, things like that. But the thing I love about the community is it's a bunch of just like-minded people helping each other, you know, and I'm sure people listening know that feeling when you just need to like do that one thing. Like, it's like, oh, I need to connect a lead magnet or I need a, I'm going to do a sale and I need to, you know, have this program, talk to that program, or I just spent a bunch of time working on this copy, but I can't tell if it's good or not in this group. You can just post whatever it is you're working on, ask for help. And a bunch of people who that's their business, or they just have a ton of experience doing that will hop in and respond. And it's like immediate you can fix things. You know, I had something funny happening on my personal website and I was just like, I don't know what this is. And so I posted what it is. And someone's like, let's hop on a call and showed me how to fix it. And like something that would have taken three days back and forth with the, um, you know, the software to, to get them to fix this tiny bit of code, um, was resolved in 20 minutes. It was so nice. (laughs) So I think, you know, there's a lot of value in, um, having a place to go where people get it and have the same struggles and the same kind of isolation feelings, but also like really understand the celebration of when you do something and you're really proud of it. Like they get it versus, you know, your friends that maybe have a more traditional job or whatever. And you're like, Oh my God, you know, our podcast hit however many episodes and they're like, neat. Like it it just doesn't make as much sense to them as it does to like, you don't understand what that means. Um, so having a place where people like totally get it, I think there's a huge value, um, as far as balancing work and life. And honestly, Shilpa, I feel like you'd be better at answering this than me. Cause you're in there, but I think one, just having that access to people and being able to, um, be heard and be valued and seen in the way that we all want to be, because we're all doing, we all get it. Um, I think that's just a great, like mental recharge if like, it's like, Oh, I'm not alone. Like, yes, I'm not crazy for spending so much time trying to do this thing because it, it can work. I can see the results and these people are encouraging me and they've done it. You know, um, there's that piece, but also I think it's just kind of a nice place to go and be like business adjacent, even like we have a lot of fun in there. So you can go and just being talking, you know, talking to people or just seeing what other people are doing and be like, Ooh, like, a, that might work for my business. I should talk to them or like, oh, they did that thing I thought I wanted to do. But now that I see the details, maybe that's not right. You know, it's just, it's just really nice. Um, and then of course our mastermind groups are just next level as far as working together and just the accountability piece. I think it's just, it's a way to feel less lonely in the day-to-day journey of entrepreneurship. Absolutely. And like you were saying, I could speak to the mompreneurship, the the part that I find resonates most with me is um, when you get, at least for myself, you get so much in your headspace when things are challenging and that's where we become lacking in mindfulness, but having a community like SPI and also becoming more knowledgeable, there's so much wealth of knowledge and often I find that as technical as I am and for my career, sometimes it's intimidating to ask Mm -hmm. people well, should I already know the answer to that? But it's nice when there's a community where people are open to sharing knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
And one little piece, I think not everyone knows this, but when people say passive income, could you give us an example for our audience with that? Means? Oh, yeah. Of course. So the concept of passive income and be careful when you go Googling, because there's a lot of people out there who try to sell things that are kind of sleazy. I mean, we all know this, right? If you're an entrepreneur in any way, um, it's like buy my course, six figure launch, blah, blah, blah. Like passive doesn't mean set it and forget it, I guess is what I'll say. And anyone saying otherwise is pulling your leg a little bit. Um, but the, the concept of passive income is pretty broad. It could be anything from, um, it's basically just something that generates consistent revenue without a significant amount of attention. Maybe I would say so, um, a book selling a book could be considered passive income. So you, you publish a book and then you have campaigns to promote said book, or you get picked up in a bookstore. And when people are buying that book, it's passive income. Cause you've already done the work but people can buy it forever. Right. Um, so I could write a book now and it could generate income for me for decades. Um, Pat's a good example of that. He has a lot of books that, um, super fans is a really good example. Uh, he wrote it years ago in fact, and, um, it still sells. Like if you go look at the, the sales and stuff on Amazon or wherever it is, you prefer to look at book data, you know? Um, usually when we're talking about passive income, it's things like a evergreen course. So that's having a course that someone can just buy on demand and do on their own. Um, affiliate marketing is a very popular version of, of passive income. Um, again, that is one of those, like, there's a lot of really cool things you can do with affiliate marketing. And there's a lot of really sleazy, weird things you can do with it. So stay in the light. Um, <laughs> and, and the stuff we teach is the, the, uh, ethical, ethical affiliate marketing is what we're starting to say. Cause you know, there is, there is a lot of bad connotation with it now because of how some people do it. Um, and, and affiliate marketing is it's fantastic. You know, it's whether you have, you know, you do a product review and you say, I love this product. This is why, this is how I use it. And if you buy it with this link, it's my affiliate link and I'll get, I'll get a, a piece of the revenue. Right. Um, so we do, we do affiliate partnerships ourselves. We are affiliates um, for a lot of different programs. So like Circle, which is the community platform we use, we're an affiliate for them. So if we do a promotion, we will share our affiliate link for Circle. And you say, you have to, you have to disclose that, um, that it is an affiliate link, which of course, if you go to our website and look at our like partners, I think page, you'll see like we, we are probably one of the more vocal companies about like, this is an affiliate link. We, we want it to be very transparent because we do teach this as well. And we want to model like, this is how ethically you do it. It's okay to say this is an affiliate link. Um, so we do that. And then, then um, we also offer affiliate opportunities so people can be affiliates for our products. So if you are an affiliate for our courses and you, someone buys through your link, uh, you get some revenue share in that. Yeah. Is that, uh, yeah, am I okay. like explaining things everyone already knows? <laughs> no, it's great. Working on, we are developing courses. So an mm. affiliate example would be like teachable. I believe that's you're an affiliate with that. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's twofold. So we are an affiliate for teachable. So, you know, if you, if you purchased a teachable tier or whatever, through our link, we'd get revenue for that purchase. But also if say you set your courses up in teachable, they have affiliate 
programming built into their platform. So then you can create affiliates for your courses in Teachable and it all just happens there and it's pretty hands-off, which is pretty nice. Yeah, it's very nice. It's 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 an amazing program. Uh, Shilpa is always talking about it and I have to give her credit for most of the guests that we have because it's through SPI that so many amazing people have been able to come on to the podcast. So yeah. Oh, great. Yay, SPI. That make, as a community manager, that makes me so happy because it's all about like, this is a place to collaborate and help each other and, you know, like podcast guesting and hosting and, um, you know, all sorts of things like that. So that's like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> we have, um, Leanne, I think you might remember Epic Bones yeah. yes. um, for our January slot as well for affirmations and positive affirmations, just a beautiful energy. And it's been such an honor to get to know her. But um, even the mastermind groups, just shout out to SPI. I love having the mini mastermind. <laughs> oh, the pandas. Pandas. <laughs> it's so funny because we'll, you know, to be doing some sort of live event or even like this and people will start being like, yeah, team tomato in the comments and people that aren't in pro are like, what? <laughs> and we have to pause and be like, oh, in, you know, in pro we have, um, you know, masterminds and they're kind of silly names. Um, yeah. Shilpa's got the pandas. Yeah. The great community. <laughs> so Jillian, for our last question, what final insights would you share with our audience on how to live with intention and finding a life of purpose? Ooh, that's, that's impossible. Um, <laughs> not, it's, it's impossible to answer. I think it really just depends on the person and where you are. Um, also apologies if you can hear a beeping in my that's background. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. It's, we had a huge snowstorm, which was great. Um, and so that's the snow plow. It, it always knows when I'm going to be podcasting. It just knows. <laughs> um, you know, I think some of it is just, is just being willing to, um, that observer mind, just like pay attention to some, like, a you know, repetitive things. Like I, I'm a big fan of like, if I see feathers, I think that's like a, a higher message, you know, that's my, my ancestors saying hello kind of thing. Um, and that's kind of where I started. I think I started collecting feathers because they would just be in really like hilariously strange places that were just like, what is this? Um, and so just little things like that, or after my grandfather passed away, I started seeing bluebirds where I live and I haven't, I never see them. Like we have all sorts of birds and then just these bluebirds showed up and just for a little while. And I, you know, I haven't seen them since like the few months after he passed, which I'm quite bummed about. I like put a house out. I was like, yeah, bluebirds. But I was like, oh, it's George. George is saying hi, you know? And so just being like open to, even if, you know, whatever you believe, but um, just, just paying attention to little things that are happening like that. And then I think it just gets you more in this mindset of, of just kind of being curious and thinking outside just the, your day-to-day, -day, like, go, 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 like take the blinders off a little bit, I guess. Like, instead of focusing always on like, I got to get from point A to point B and then I'm going to point C, like stop and smell the roses, see what's going on around you, observe nature, especially, um, me for me going in nature and I live in the woods. I mean, it's like being in the mountains is a big part of how I recharge and like going on a walk in the woods will do more for me than eight hours of sleep, you know? And Very so it's therapeutic, just, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And just, um, kind of, just kind of doing that and, and, and figuring out for you what that is. Like, it might not be walking around in the woods for you. It might be something totally different. You might live in a city, might be sitting on a bench and, and watching people go by, you know, um, it might be something indoors. I don't know, but I think just like finding those things and that, that bring you joy, like the feather thing. It, I like finding them and I have a little collection. Actually, I think I have one in my yeah. background, a, a hawk feather. Yeah. Sort of I was going to say, is that a feather? Yeah. It's, it's it is. Huge. That's one of my favorite finds. It just landed on me. Yeah. And <laughs> like, you kind of, once you have that mentality, you start manifesting yeah. it into your life and then it just yeah. has a ripple effect. Well, yeah. and it's just like a, a silly little thing that like brings me joy. Like I'll find like a, a raven feather and people are like, ew, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm <laughs> getting it <laughs> obviously. And, and, you know, and just like things like that is just being a little more present in, in the moments of life. Cause that is life ultimately. Right. It's just living in, in those moments. And, um, I just think that that was what helped kick off my journey of like, why am I even here? None. I'm not, I can't do anything that I want to do. I'm not, I'm not living the life I thought. And then just being able to let go of all that. I think that's actually probably it now that I'm just rambling and figuring out what I want to say is like, just, just you are enough and think like for me, it's be kind. Like, what is your, what is your soul goal? What is your, what is your purpose outside of, oh, I want to launch a company and make this much and, you know, be on Oprah and like that kind of stuff. Like what, what is your soul here to do? And if, if you think of something, feel free to borrow mine. I think we could all do be kind and we'd still, you know, it'd be great. Uh, but you know, whatever it is that really resonates with you is probably the right answer. And when you're focused on that, everything else just kind of falls into place in a really beautiful way. And then you can fall back on that. Like if I'm being super stressed, you know, if I'm just like kind of reverting back to emotional state, I don't want to be in all it takes for me to do. And I, and I do this often is um, for me, especially in, in SPI pro and having community members that are paying to be a part of something, et cetera. I think like, what is something I could do looking at posts and seeing what people are doing? Like, how can I contribute in a way that, that makes that person's day easier or better? How can I make someone smile today? Kind of thing. And so I just go and try to like be of, of service and like do something kind for someone in the community. And just that doing that for five minutes of my workday will help me reset. So again, I just like, I really, I really do. It really was quite life-changing just the just the focusing on like, be kind. That's what I'm here for it. Everything has fallen into like, you know, when things just finally hit like that flow state, like you're struggling and things are, you know, you're hitting up against walls and it's just like, am I even meant to do anything like this? Blah, blah, blah. And then when I just shifted and let go and really a lot of it was like letting go of ego. Right. And just being like, you know what? I'm enough. I don't need to be the vice president of whatever, or be like, be, um, not, I don't want to say famous because I've never wanted to be famous, but like not notorious, just like known as being like a professional that does this and is like, so amazing. Like I had to really challenge myself to be like, you're holding on to that. Like that's win or lose in life. And it's not like you're, you're enough. Just be you and like, be happy, like find joy. Yeah. Knowing Um, who you're serving and being content with that niche, you know, those people that are your tribe now. Yeah. I mean, the flows, so amazing that you said that because as you were describing your journey from knowing that there was I don't want to say pain but there was that struggle 
that mm. struggle might have been the gift that you needed at that point in your life because now you look back and you're like wow i'm serving i'm helping a community and my values are being appreciated i just feel like the moment you use the word soul that means that you've already been doing that that work on yourself yeah and you it's are a big, that's, it's that's, a big part of my journey is coming to that yeah, yeah. and uh yeah it's funny too because um just as an aside a lot of the people I, I would see and I'm like, they're so successful and they are where I want to be. And I feel like I'm, you know, 50 steps behind. And a lot of it too, is because I had a baby and then tried to do my own business and things like that. And I was, you know, I was in my twenties when I had her, which where I live is quite young for that. Like people generally settle down, um, a, a bit like a decade later than that, um, here, just because of the way our, economics and whatnot. It's a ski town. So it's just the people that stay are often older when they finally like grow up, if you will, we all come here as Peter Pan and then eventually <laughs> decide to grow up. Um, but anyways, like it was, it was a lot of people were that, that time when you focus on career or your business or whatever, when they were in that hyper-focus, I was a mom up to a, a young child. And we all know like babies, toddlers, like it's exhausting. It, it it's a lot. And so I was really beating myself up because I felt like I was falling behind other people who were, who were succeeding and achieving and all these things, you know, um, college friends and high school friends, you know, just people that I'm like, oh, well, we should all be in the same place and I'm not there. And it took me a long time to realize like, it's okay. And so, you know, all this stuff be kind. And now <laughs> the flip side is a lot of those same people are like, you know, that I know personally. I feel like we've kind of had a shift where I, like, I've kind of just like shot forward and it's not that I'm like, Oh, I'm more successful than them or it's none of that. And I think that's part of it is my mindset shift of like, what does it even mean? And does it even matter? But like, we'll talk and I feel like I have it more together, <laughs> you know, like I have, they're kind of in that, like, why, you know, questioning life and is this what it is? And, and I, and then, and I'm much more comfortable in it and in a way, you know, sometimes people are like coming to me to be like, how are you doing what you're doing? So it's kind of funny, you know, long, long-term how it all pans out. Not to say that I have it like totally together and figured out. I don't, I'm a hot mess. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> no, we totally get what you're saying though. You, you have it together in the sense that you've, you've kind of, you understand, you understand mm -hmm. that the universe is now working for you, not against you. And you're kind yeah. of just, going with it right yeah yeah i i wanted to chime in but i had a cough attack sorry but <laughs> i um i feel like what you described though is that you continued growing mm -hmm. it's a journey yes. yeah and they're still continuing yeah yep always will be still always being like can someone read my soul contract i just want to refresh <laughs> you know like it's a it's a constant it's a constant thing and i think we all explore it in our own ways. I like the very woo woo stuff. So like, to me, that's just what speaks to me, right? Other people prefer yeah. religion or, or whatever, you know, but, um, I think it's, it's helpful to, again, it's just stay curious and, and, and just kind of like pay attention to what's going on on the sides. Not always just that tunnel vision from a to B because often the stuff happening on the sides is way more fun. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. the feathers, <laughs> like the feathers. Jillian, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, you're so authentic. I think that's what 
will come through with this podcast oh with all of our listeners because That's there's really no uh, yeah it's the, like you can see it right away there's no like filter or you know like fakeness at all it's just take me as I am and yeah the, the no filter can be good or bad yeah. <laughs> no it's great and one of the reasons I chose to um apply for SPI is that I my core one of my core values is authenticity and I felt that come through not only through Pat but also through you really so- <gasps> Did you come to one of our like open house or? Oh, um, I, I just, it's a long story. I can, <laughs> yeah, no worries. I, I can offline tell you, but I can tell you for sure that I, the moment I applied, I was like, and my gut says they're authentic. Oh my gosh. That's just like, ah, uh, that's such a compliment that, because that is what's as a, as a company, it's important to us, but also myself, I mean, I will leave a, I will leave a role if, if the, um, value system does not align, if it changes and I have, and, uh, and so like that, that's everything to me because I'm all about, I want it to be authentic and people to, you know, say that what you're doing is really helping others. And I just wanted to say, thank you. Oh, thank you. Couldn't do it without people like you in the community. Yeah. You should know that it's it's uh, true because I'm not a part of the community and I, I feel the authenticity just come through the screen. So yeah, just know that we're not just saying that. <laughs> Y'all just made my whole week. Yeah. Thank you again <laughs> so much for your time. Thank you. Jillian. It was amazing. Thank you, Jillian. Have a lovely day. Go in nature. Find more feathers. Uh, right. <laughs> I know. Go, go uh, enjoy all this snow. Um, anybody who's interested, go to sbipro.com. And you can learn more about all this stuff we've been talking about. Yeah, I'd, we'll love to, I'd love to meet you in the community. Right. We'll put the link up in the description for sure. Awesome. Okay. Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in. Check out the links in the description and please subscribe, follow, and share. And continue to be... Omni present.